Hey everybody, welcome back to the Different Spectrums Podcast. Before we get into it, go check out our collaboration with Earth894. Be coming out soon. Real we'll soon. Talk about, yeah, we'll talk about grief for about two hours in the MCU, which I didn't think it was possible. But you know what? We did it. We all yeah. did it. Good conversation yeah. on all the different shows, movies, yes, uh, different characters, how people express grief. There was a lot of bullying and teasing of me and my favorite character and Eternals, R.I.P. Gilgamesh. Yep, he died in about five minutes. So, favorite character. Yes, one punch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go check out their page and give them some love, please. We'd really appreciate it. Yep. All right. And with that, uh, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we have conversations around mental health and we dabble in humor. Just a wee bit. Wee little bit. That was the worst Irish accent. All right. It's a Mexican Irish. <laughs> I had a joke. I'm not going to say it. All right. Uh, we also try to help people understand, identify, and normalize their emotions from movies and shows, specifically certain scenes. You probably already watched these movies and shows, but we're going to use a different perspective, and one could say a Spectrum. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. All right. And of course, he needs no introduction. He is our licensed clinical therapist. He is our co-host. He's a weirdo. That's, that's all I got. And here it goes. Yep, do your weird thing. Shazam! <laughs> wow. Zach Levi? Is that you? I don't know who that is. Is that a burn? He's the he's Shazam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Idiot. I was going for Black Adam. <laughs> he doesn't say Shazam, does he? Oh, yeah, he yeah, does. He does. He, he does. Yeah, it's you know, calm down. All right, calm down there, Black Adam. I just Adam. watched it. I just watched it. Jesus. Uh, it's Nazir, everybody. Some say I could be the Rock's body double. Yeah, fucking on Pluto. All right. <laughs> Pluto. Just a random rock. <laughs> it's not a planet. It's not a planet anymore. Oh, yeah. All right. And it might course, be. Again, I'm, your I don't, who knows? I'm your co-host for the show, Spencer. That's about it. Mighty uh, Ducks fan, enthusiast, Minnesota native. Just Minnesota. Yeah, that's that's about it. I don't really fuck with hockey, so. Even though I come from a hockey school, a.k.a. Edina. Yep. Which, by the way, that's actually the opposite team. They're pretty much all, like all from Edina. Yes, so, bad team. Yep, they're the... Yeah. The cake eaters. Cake eaters. Cake eater? I'm just like, I love cake, so you're right. Yeah, and I've got like type 2 diabetes, so fuck off. Yeah, my toe's gone, so how does that feel, bitch? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, all right. First uh, time I've ever done this to you, land the plane. Uh, all right. So today we're taking a look at a scene from Megamind, starring Will Ferrell. Um, so this is actually the first couple minutes of the movie. Um, it's Megamind's origin story and how he came to be evil. So we're kind of get into it, Nazir. Any questions before we get into it? 
questions? Nope. Concerns? Nope. Hostilities? Nope. Diarrhea? Right. Maybe. <sighs> okay. Uh, everyone, go, go check out the Instagram. Whoop, whoop. Remember, whoop, whoop. <laughs> at different spectrums. Um, all our socials are up. Everything works. Go on there and follow us. Have some fun on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we're a little smiley face. Just little, 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 little Pikachu smiley face. So different yeah, spectrums. Pika, Pika. We also got a different side hustle that we just started. But we're not Only telling fans? weed. We're not telling oh. weed. Oh. Okay. Uh, we're completely joking on that. Please don't sue us, FBI. Okay. Let's get into the scene. <laughs> don't sue us. <laughs> don't come at us. It's good for mental health, though. Um, All right. Land the fucking plane. Jesus oh, yeah, let's get to the show. Commercials come in. Let's get into the scene. <laughs> Jesus. Here's my day so far. Went to jail. Lost the girl of my dreams and got my butt kicked pretty good. Still, things could be a lot worse. Oh, that's right. I'm falling to my death. Guess they can't. How did it all come to this, you ask? My end starts at the beginning. The very beginning. Yes, that's me. I had a fairly standard childhood. I came from what you might call a broken home. Literally broken. I was eight days old and still living with my parents. How sad is that? Clearly, it was time to move on. Here is your minion. He will take care of you. And here is your pinky. You are destined for I didn't quite hear that last part, but it sounded important. Destined for what? I set out to find my destiny. Turns out a kid from the Glaupunk Quadrant had the exact same idea. That was the day I met Mr. Goody Two Shoes. And our glorious rivalry was born. Could this be what I was destined for? A dream life filled with luxury? Apparently not. Even fate picks its favorites. No big deal. A much different fate awaited me. Oh, yes, yes, I saw it in front of you. Luckily, I found a lovely little place to call home. Can we keep it? A place that taught me the differences between right and wrong. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, on the other hand, had life handed to him on a silver platter. Our baby can fly. Yes, yes, nothing but the best for you, darling. The power of flight, invulnerability, and great hair. But I had something far, far greater. My amazing intellect. A knack for building objects of mayhem. After a few years, and with some time off for good behavior, I was given an opportunity to better myself through learning. 
at a strange place called Chul. It was there that I once again ran into Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. He had already amassed a gigantic army of soft-headed groupies. He bought their affections with showmanship and extravagant gifts of deliciousness. So I, too, will make this poppet corn and win over those mindless drones. Lights out. That's when I learned a very hard lesson. Good receives all the praise and adulation while evil is sent to quiet time in the corner. So fitting in wasn't really an option. While they were learning the Itsy Bitsy Spider, I learned how to dehydrate animate objects and rehydrate them at will. Some days it felt like it was just me and Minion against the world. No matter how hard I tried, I was always the odd man out, the last one picked, the screw-up, the black sheep, yeah! the bad boy. <laughs> was this my destiny? Wait, maybe it was. Being bad is the one thing I'm good at. Then it hit me. If I was the bad boy, then I was going to be the baddest boy of them all. I was destined to be a supervillain, and we were destined to be rivals. The die had been cast, and so began an enduring, epic, lifelong career, and I loved it. Our battles quickly got more elaborate. He would win some. I would almost win others. He took the name Metro Man, Defender of Matrocity. I decided to pick something a little more humble. Megamind, incredibly handsome criminal genius and master of all villainy. Alrighty, and we're back. Hello, who's this? Mega Mind. They're gonna be Shazam. Or fucking, they're gonna be Black Adam again. A Mega Mind. Sonic is Mega Mind now. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we just watched the scene from Mega Mind, the intro. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the reasons why I chose this clip was because I just. It was such a playoff of like Superman um, and how um, we got the story from, you know, from his side of where he pretty much got, you know, blast from outer space and then into this perfect kind of family. Um, and then he becomes this big time superhero. Um, but I love the fact that they use that in this, but then they finally have Megamind, who's the evil guy, just being like, I'm supposed to be destined for greatness, but yet I keep on getting all these curveballs thrown at me. Um, I think a lot of people can um, relate to that. And then um, 
They can relate to people who may not have the most intellect, but they're not great socially. And so I think that, um, yeah, I think we can all kind of relate to that and how these people who are just better socially around others are like just, just up there and everybody loves them. Everybody wants to be them. Um, yeah. But then like these other people who, um, aren't that great talking to people or like conforming to society and things like that. Um, they kind of get pushed aside. Yeah. And then we get, uh, turned into evil villains. Yep. Fuck it. Can't beat him. Join him. There you go. Or just, yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, I love this scene. I love this movie. Honestly, it's a great movie. And then they kind of show kind of a backstory to the movie overall is that, um, Mega Man or is it Mega, not Mega Man? Mega Mine. No, uh, Metro Man. Sorry, oh. Metro Man. Metro Man. Um, he actually hates being a superhero, so he's kind of like forced into this role of being a superhero, and then he's kind of miserable doing it. So he like pretends to die. Yeah. So and... this is the movie where he fakes his death. Yes, and then he okay. goes into hiding, and then wants to become like a ukul. Ukuleleist? I don't know how. A ukulele. Um, a ukulele. A ukulele. Um, and then uh, Megamind is forced to be the superhero finally, or forced to be the hero. Um, great movie. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, check it out. Um, but yeah, Nazir, what you thinking over there about this clip? At first, I was like, of course, the white man. Here gonna we get go. the rich house, but the blue man always get pushed down. We always get put in prison. How we end up in prison? You know, and the population up... of blue people in prison is like it ain't right. I blame Obama. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus uh, it's immediately what I thought. Uh, well, oh my God. some of that wasn't as delusional, really. Uh, <laughs> you know, um. So, I mean, that's what I was thinking about, too. It was like, man, look at all this shit, man. So, he's just going to randomly fail up. Yep. And the other dude gets knocked down. I feel like there's some societal, racial underpinnings in that. If you look at life and trajectory, some people are just super gifted. Mm-hmm. Both of them are extremely gifted. One of them is very blessed in the setting that he grew up in. And thus, you know, of course, you get to be this, this, and this, and this. Look at where you started and where you came from. Right. And the other dude, he started in a legit prison cell or yeah. in a, a pipeline to prison high school. Yeah. Uh, this will probably, this episode will probably come out in January. Yeah, it'll come out in January. Probably like first week in January, if not second week in January. Because uh, I want to pump out some of the other ones that weren't as good because the audio that I fucked up. Uh, well, I'm going to say this. Yes. The best of the best. It was a quote that was said the other day. Uh, mm. I think someone was trying to be funny or derogatory about me mm-hmm. and my upbringings and where I come from and the humble beginnings or in the poverty or the trauma or maybe me not being the nicest, best person. I never claimed to be the best of the best. I never said I was the nicest or the kindest person. Mm-hmm. You know me, Spence. You know I'm an asshole. My students know that I'm an asshole. 
They also know I'm very kind and loving. They also know that I've been through a lot of trauma, and that's why I'm so kind and loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, well, I'm a little con artist. You know, my friends know this, and I'm always wheeling and dealing and, and doing things. Mm. Never claimed to be the best of the best. Never wanted to be the best of the best. I know mm-hmm. that this individual will not hear this. I'm saying this for other people that have humble beginnings and they weren't as blessed. Maybe like me and Spence, just a lot of shit went sideways and we did our best by the family members that we had with us. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Now we're in better places. <sighs> Don't worry about where you started. Worry about mm-hmm. where you're going and try to take those that were with you when you were down. Don't worry about those other people that poke fun at you, or maybe they're here in their careers a little bit. Well, you know, you're here, but then they're further ahead, you know, by 10 miles, a couple flights of stairs. Don't worry about that. They started exponentially further than you, and you still made up ground. Be Mm -hmm. happy in that. Don't necessarily be content, but be happy in that, because I want you to still achieve all those things. Best of the best. That's what I was told other people were compared to me it's like i never claimed to be any of these things why are you so insecure in saying this to me yeah i've uh, never heard they fucking say that all the time i've known you never heard you say you know what i'm the best of the best no most of the time i tell you i'm like i'm legit fucking terrible idiot of a person i can't even spell so clearly yeah we have some texts i need to show people yeah <laughs> skip my derb <laughs> Um, so humble beginnings. I've been thinking about that for the last couple of days. Made me think about Mega Mind now. Okay. Don't don't worry about where you started. Worry right. about where you're going. Use that as your power and your strength. Mm-hmm. That when they fail, they've never even tasted it. This is a bane moment. I was born in it. Every damn time. Multiply. Always bring <laughs> Bane into it. He's such a trauma victim. Um <laughs> Okay. I was born in it. Born in it. Uh, so, terrible scene when it comes to, obviously, a good scene. Terrible scene when it comes to abuse abuse and bullying. Right. Uh, I would not want to be him. I've never faced anything that horrific where, like, no, I always had someone to lean on. Right. Some type of nerdy kid or, like, classmate. Well, he has minion. Yeah. He has his fish. At least he had his fish. If not, all seriousness, if not for his fish, he probably would have been suicidal as fuck. Could have been. Yeah. You, uh, you can only take so much as a kid. And I also thought about him being like a neurodivergent. Smart as mm. shit. Bad at all these other social things. Trying to figure it out. You want to help people, but you know how to do it. And then you go way overboard and then you blow shit up. Or like you talk out of turn. So yeah. I can see some neurodivergent characteristics in this in this dude. Yeah. Uh, and they always get some of the words wrong. Like spider. Yes, see, I remember. Or I remember this. Yeah. See, so there's some some speech issues. So he's got a little bit of Colin in him. Atrocity when it's Metro City. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh, maybe he's got me in there. His dyslexia. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just definitely vibe with this character. Yeah. And I've said this to other students, man. You know, they look at someone like me and they think that I'm this terrifying person. Or my clients think that I'm scary too as well when they first see me. They're like, you're my counselor? Oh, hold up now. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be a little white lady. They guaranteed me a little white lady. Why your fat ass walking down the hallway talking about I'm next? 
you'd be the most you'd be the most blackest white lady I've ever met in my life. Like, why is she talking like that? I don't know. Um where are you from? I remember I used to be just so angry, man, and people would be looking at me and I'm like, man, if you already think I'm a piece of shit, I might as well bark at you. <laughs> They're like, what? Oh yeah, I was a turd. I was yeah. a turd. Um, so I thought about that. Some of us times we we relate to villains because yes. we see their pain and then we're like, this feels good. Mm. I like this power. Yes. Shazam. Um this good scene. I remember the show as well. Good scene. And a good thing that you brought up before I kick it to you. I know I'm hating on people that are super blessed, but also there's a curse in it as well. That's why yeah. he had to go through his stuff and fake his own death. So those folks go through their stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But what you shouldn't is do is people in different socioeconomic statuses shouldn't be like putting your bullshit and projecting onto them and blaming thus poor people for being poor. It's a lot of things that you should know and learn about and read about um, right. when it comes to this economic things, uh, social mm-hmm. and class structures, systems. Yeah. Um, don't ever tell anyone you're the best of the best. Man, I fucking okay. triggered you. I got you. Well, I've been thinking about it for a few days. Uh, okay. I didn't send any uh, response uh, because I thought it was a waste of my time okay. uh, to put someone in their place because it was just someone projecting all the hatred and insecurities that they have and attacking okay. my family and loved ones. And so hmm. I decided not to respond. Um, Fair enough. Fair yes, because I know who I am. I am not ashamed of being who I am. And hmm. I know I'm a piece of shit at times. And I also know I'm one of the best humans, those loving, kindest humans that you'll ever meet. But just because you have your way of doing it and pro- projecting perfection does not mean hmm. that I have to be perfect. I can be Black Adam. I can be Venom. Mm-hmm. I can be Magneto and be loving and kind, but also have my flaws. Fair enough. Don't I will say, in in doing that also, I think you also relate to those characters because they all have some type of swagger to them, right? They all have they have little confidence to where it pushes them to be, even though they might not have the best actions, they have their own type of intent that they want to get through. For example, Black Adam. He's protecting his people. He's also killing people. But at the same time, his his intentions are to protect those that are innocent, right? Um, same with Magneto. He's protecting his son. Yeah, he's protecting his son. And Magneto, he wants to protect those that have a view that, you know, that he, de- he wants to protect the mutants, mutants. right? His people. Yeah, his people. Just like how he couldn't protect his people in Auschwitz and things yep. like that. So, yeah. It's Off topic. But, yeah. Oh, um, before we go on, I had something. Yes. It was about... Here it is. Story time. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about someone I... They gave some feedback to me in group therapy. Okay. Uh, I talked about it in the last pod that we just did. Mighty Docs. But then I'm going to talk about it here as well. This was different feedback. They looked at me in front of everyone. This wasn't just a type response. They said, Nas, you like, we're like all these little sheep that you, and we're all like in this herd. And you like kind of, you're like one of those dogs. 
Like last year, you just kind of nudge us along. And when we stray off the path, you bring us back over here, back over there. Mm-hmm. And I said, I like, I like that. I like, I like being called one of those sheepdogs. And everyone else is like, yeah, that's a vibe. I sent this student an email about two weeks later. I said, I've always thought of myself as that character, but I never thought mm-hmm. of myself as the one just nudging you all back along. I always thought mm-hmm. of myself as the one with the major fangs that rips to shreds anyone that comes near you. That way you can just be safe and play. Mm-hmm. As Black Adam said, you don't need a hero. You need a protector. Mm-hmm. You won't even know I'm there. You're going to do your own thing and be happy. I'm going to be here just making sure that the, the perimeter is okay. Why do I bring this up? Because that old school venomous part, I don't necessarily need to always be. And people always see this loving and kind side, even though I didn't come from the best of the best. Even though I came from a crazy ass mom and a crazy ass dad, both convicts. So I don't know if you need to come from the best of the best or the highest educated or the richest or the most affluent or politically savvy. Maybe you can come from shit like me and you and uh, uh, mine's a little bit different than yours, but a little bit more volatile. Uh, Just a little. <laughs> can, can you imagine if you, you would be shocked if you would have seen my father and dad when they were younger? Oh, I bet. You've, you've seen dad at like a five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I wouldn't so, be surprised. Let's think about that. Yeah, obviously I put some 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 stuff today. I just uh, you can be loving and you can also be that. It's cool when people reflect back to you mm. how awesome you really are, even though the world spent an eternity telling you that you will be nothing. Mm-hmm. Just like how they did Mega Mind, you are nothing. You will always be nothing. You are a villain, but in actuality, he was gifted and he was born innocent. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing the clip. It's a good clip. I technically feel like crying, but I'm also super fucking angry right now. All right. Well, I'll get into my thing then. Go ahead. Uh, Take over before I start doing death prayers. Hard to follow that, people. (laughs) If you're listening to the show, I'm in utter shock, and I know where to go. And I Uh, shit my pants. (laughs) Well, there it is. Well, good thing I got the (laughs) two-ply. Oh, God. Well, as Colin says, he he promotes baby wipes on the show. So, you know what? If we could ever be sponsored by was it like men wipes or something like that, we'd do it. Man pods, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big black, yeah, man pods. All right, pause everything. But this, I have to say, big black was a funny motherfucker, man. That was that dude, hilarious. We're going to try and write this down to do some clips from that because he was yes. literally one of my favorite humans of all time. I'm going to write it down now as we're doing the show. But yes. I don't care. Go ahead and do it. Yes. Robin yeah. Big. His yes. personality. And he's just also, just, I'm going to be honest, as a really big fat dude, it just was awesome seeing him be really funny, very loving and caring. Yeah. I also love their dogs. Uh, just that show Meaty. was everything to me in high school. Everything. Yep. I know. Same. Same. I love that show. I would get up early in the morning just to watch it before school. Yep. On MTV.com. Yep. It was it was everything. I think it was just the joy. Yes. The joy of him. It it was so weird because it felt like you wanted to live like Rob's life, but at the same time, you just wanted that like that friend there. Yes. That protector. 
um, who would just chill and vibe with you. That's it. I love fat people, man. (laughs) Fat people. Uh, (laughs) All right. Now, thank you, Robin Big, our sponsor. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. um, Coming back to Megamind, I think that I think that people who get just life thrown at them at an early age, they get to build something from there. They get to build their character. They get to build their intelligence. Now, not everybody's going to have that. Not everybody's going to have that. They're just going to, some people honestly just take what they have and they kind of stick at that point, Mm -hmm. which you know what? Fair enough. A lot of people who do have the assets or, you know, the money and things like that, they stick at that level and they don't build from there. They just think like they're all about the money and that's it. Um, I think this is a great clip for everybody, not just people who are at their lowest. I think it's for people who think that they're at their highest and they can't really go any further. I am. I think you can always build and become something more than what you thought you could like say one year from now, you're going to be different than what you are. If you don't, let's be real. You're not doing any changes in your life. That's just me. Um, But like, I'm not like, for example, we start a podcast in June. We're coming to 2023 here and it's bigger than what we previously thought. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't always hold your expectations at one level. Always try to keep on building. And if you need to just like Michael Jordan, right, that dude psyched himself up for every game Mm -hmm. because he wanted to be the best player out there and be the best. How can you do that if you're just stuck at one level? Mike did not stick at one level. If he did, he went to beat the Pistons. Like he did so many times. He also had to lose to us for like five years in a row, but chill. It was like three, but all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying Boston Celtics. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think in this clip, it's great because we we see the two different paths and we see one guy who's unhappy, but we see Megamind who's at first unhappy, but he finds joy in being the bad guy. Embracing his supposed identity. Yeah, he embraces that identity until he actually defeats Metro Man, and then he has nothing. And then so he's at this space where he's just, he has no purpose. Yeah, right. because what do you do when you achieve all your goals? It's kind of like how they call it the post-Olympic letdown. So when mm-hmm. the Olympic athletes finally do their thing, they all become super depressed and like suicidal because like, fuck, well, now, now what do I do? Exactly. Like, what do you do? And so now, and then goes on to the story. He makes his own superhero, which then he turns bad. That's that guy. Um, and then uh, he has to become the hero. So he's all, so he's changing who he is because he has to, for some reason, even though he's evil, he could be like, you know what? Let's both be evil. Let's, let's both take over the world. But that wouldn't be fun either. So it's a story about finding out who you are. That's all this is. This is an existential story about motivation and Mm -hmm. self-discovery. And you just, you know, this happens to be two people, the good guy, right? Mm -hmm. And the bad guy. 
supposedly yeah. are both trying to figure each other out. Mm-hmm. And so the bad guy was purely motivated on vengeance and getting where he needed to be where he should have been because of the trauma and bullying. And the dude, good dude that was dying from all the pressure just wanted to live a normal life and be happy and do his thing. Mm-hmm. They're both trying to figure out who they are. Be- and I guess the main common thing between them is it's all based on society bullshit. When you finally yeah. let go of that and you just embrace the actual things you enjoy, you're good. Mm-hmm. One's getting feared and then one's getting praised. Yes. I see this thing that came out. I posted it to on our story. Uh, today is December 21st. 21st, yeah. Uh, I posted on a story. Uh, it might have been on the 20th. About how adults now uh, account for one-fourth of all the toys bought in the U.S. It's like, yeah, because a lot of us are doing our self-care. And we're, like, buying shit that we couldn't buy when we were younger. And It's true. I mean, it's kind of like the hood-rich way of, like, buying happiness. Uh there's just a lot of cool retro things that are out. Yeah. It's fun. I, I think it's fun. It's I think it's a good it's thing. Um, yeah. I think it's a good thing. As y'all know, Spence has got a crap ton of, are they called Funko Pops or Funko Pops? How what the fuck are they called? Funko. 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 I'm going to stick with Funko. Right. <laughs> Funko. Um. So you got that. You got a bunch of other stuff as well. And I, everyone knows I like my stuffed animals. I like the pop set that Spence has got and others mm-hmm. have got. The Earth 894 had a crap ton of them as well. Um, I almost feel weird trying to buy any now because I'm like, I'm never going to have enough. Everyone's always going to have more than me. It's crazy, though, because they have so many shows, so many characters that I see a character. I'm like, I used to love that character. I think I could get that one. And it's just it just keeps on rolling like that. And I also get that with like Legos and stuff too. Yep. So I I feel like uh, I thought about buying some cool ones because they look super cute. I only have two. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a massive group that I just bought from Sam's Club, Mega Mega yeah. Mega Pop, and then I've got the uh, every it's it's the meme the dog where it's like it's fine, but the house is burning on fire. I've got that in the office. But I got a lot of stuffed animals. And I think as a kid, I always loved the stuffed animals more. I mm. remember I had this Ninja Turtle that was gifted to me. Uh, I love that thing. Me mm. and Spencer have talked about this before. Like, where did all our toys go? Yeah. I feel like I have, I think I still have some down in my basement. But I'm you, I don't like going down there. So I think this is what actually fucked me up. Out of all the different traumas in life, me not having my toys is what actually fucked me up. Let's be real. When somebody gave away your toys... You or somebody took your toys, that just heartbroken, heartbroken. I feel betrayed. This is this 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 is why I don't trust people. (laughs) I never did. Never did. As soon as they took my (laughs) my uh, soon as someone took my White Ranger like Megazord, I'm like, yep, I'm fucking done with humanity. I'll be honest. I had a Silver Ranger. I wish I still had it. There you go. Had it. Yeah. Uh, okay so yeah we're just talking about personal growth identities finding oneself but trying to live up to these social norms that we know as autistic neurodivergent people this shit is hella confusing and we just ain't playing well we play for a while and then then we're like all right we're done with this because now mental health wise we can no longer take it anxiety depression suicidality um so we kind of stick to our own folks and our own people like megamind 
And we end up making a lot of our friends of neuro are going to be neurodivergent people as well. And our partners are usually going to be neurodivergent as well. Because they're going to be people that don't necessarily play by these societal norms and they accept us for who we are. Um, the neurodivergent community, and we might lose a few fans for this, but I assume not because most of, a lot of our fans are in the queer population. Neurodivergent mm-hmm. and queer folk are some of the nicest folk you're ever going to meet in your entire fucking life. Anyone that's been marginalized or traumatized ends up having so much empathy. I love it. I hate that we end up having, you know, all this shit and that that's why we're so empathetic. But uh, I love that our communities are just good communities. Mm-hmm. And I say it as a, as a, as a straight male, uh, straight cis, cis male. Um, great communities. So, fucking Megan Mine. Is there two movies? No, they only made one. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of something else then. Yeah, they might have had like a little short, but they, yeah, they never made a second one. Okay, I'm thinking of something else on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. We we kind of been everywhere for this pod because we were talking about personalities, growth, humble beginnings. We talked a little bit about the social norms and neurodivergence. I wanted to call you my minion earlier to tease you. Thanks for not doing that. Appreciate it. Yeah. I feel like I just did it. You didn't, you didn't. It's okay. It's a weird thing. It's the way I said it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Context. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's a good wrap up. All right. I feel like uh, any therapist can obviously therapize this and show this to a client that's been ostracized. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are going to relate to this when we chop it up and put it in a reel. Yeah. I think yep. so too. And I think a lot of people actually really like Megamind. So I think this would be a good one. This would be a good yeah. one. Good one. Right. Real quick, Mega Mind ends up being a good guy at the end, right? Yes, yes he does. Yep. Yeah. They all, and then he's the new Metro Man. So okay, yeah. okay. Metro Man's weird. It sounds like some New York, like yeah, like he's super trying to do like a Superman thing. Super you know? good looking, but yet like his like eyebrows are good. And he's like a fashion person, but he's like yeah, Metro Metro Man. And with that, um, <laughs> thanks for watching, folks. We really appreciate it. Like I said in the beginning, please go check out Earth 894's podcast. We did a show with them. Um, so as soon as that comes out, go take a look and then go give them a follow. Follow and um, like. Yes, follow and like. Um, and then please remember to hit those buttons below. So... We're talking the like. We're talking subscribe. The, we're talking the comment. Share. Want to donate? Go for it. Yep, we got subscribers now. We got people that actually pay to watch us now. Uh, that are helping with See. donations. So let's mm-hmm. go on anchor. I appreciate you. Uh, hope we'll get more going. You'll notice, FYI, that all the podcasts are going to be getting a lot better come January because new computer, new new systems, new mics, everything's a lot better now. All based off of donations. <laughs> all the so, donations. All ten dollars. <laughs> We're grateful to, for those ten dollars. Oh, just so you know. yeah. Yes. Um, so this has been the Different Spectrums Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Shazam!